0: Hey everyone and welcome to the second episode of Friarside Chats. My name is Emma Miller and I am here once again with Father Mike. And today we are going to talk about this new semester that we've just begun. Spring semester has so many exciting components and so we're going to kind of break it down into new semester, new resolutions, everything new on campus, Um, rush and selective living group rush. And then tenting, of course, you can't talk about spring semester without talking about Duke student tenting. So Father Mike, how are you?
1: Doing great, Emma. Thank you. Happy new year to you.
0: Thank you. Happy new year to you too. Did you have a good break? Yes. It was wonderful. It was, I think the longest break I've had in a few years. It was really nice. Yeah.
1: Well maybe if your boss was a little better, you would get bigger, longer breaks. Such a
0: taskmaster. it is. Tyrant. Tyrant. Yes. Um, how about yours?
1: It was very good. Very enjoyable. Had some good time with uh, my family as well as with the friars and a little snow sprinkled in. So it was a good, uh, was a good time. I enjoyed it a lot.
0: That's awesome. You and the friars started the crown, right?
1: We did. We did. So now we're binge watching. It's great.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so good. Um, okay. Well, diving into, we talked a little bit about New Year's resolutions in our last podcast, but I think that there's um, particular new semester resolution and new semester perspective that students deal with a lot at this time. Um, and there's a lot of expectation of everything is going to be new and better. Um, sometimes that is the case, but sometimes it's really, more often it's really not. Um, so can you speak to that a little bit? Yeah, I think, you know,
1: at least for myself, I, you know, I think oftentimes anytime I start something new, I have, the there's a freshness about it. And I think the freshness brings a lot of hope, you know, that it can be mm-hmm. something great and wonderful. And oftentimes it's, uh, at least for me, I see it relative to the past, so it's better than, you know, better than last semester, or better than last month, or better than yesterday, you know? And so, like a new day, you know, there's always this sense of freshness about it, which I, I think is awesome, and, and we should sort of celebrate at the beginning of a new year, a new semester, um, you know, that kind of newness. I re- always remember as a kid, and I'm dating myself, I know, but um, uh, at the beginning of a new school year having fresh notebooks, you know, that weren't all dog-eared <laughs> and all messed up and everything, you know, that there's something good about that, you mm-hmm. know, where I start start clean slate. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the same time, you know, we bring all of ourselves with us into the new year. And so uh, we don't want to uh, throw throw that out as if somehow, you know, my... Uh, my old habits and my old ways of doing things and here I'm already calling them old but you know the ways in which I've done things in the past are automatically not worthy or need to be somehow radically transformed I I just don't know that life is like that and I think anytime we set ourselves up for that you know I've got to make these big life changes you know I'm just not sure that that's uh, that's going to get us anywhere so having a little perspective I think is the key mm-hmm.
0: yeah definitely um, and I, you know it's New Year as well, so we're all examining our our habits, both our good and our bad, um, and then potential new ones to explore. Do you um, do you have any thoughts on?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I, at first, I think many of us, you know, have some really great habits. I always love asking students, you know, about uh, the things, the ways in which they study, or the ways in which they exercise, or the ways in which they commit to reading or whatever it might be mm-hmm. and just, well, how do you do that? Or when do you do that? Oh, I always get up at this hour. And, you know, I'm always amazed at the, uh, the good habits that, uh, that many folks already have. So I think the first thing to do is sort of just acknowledge what are some good habits that I have. And, and I would say that in my own life, I think some of my better habits have been the ones that I've developed in the last few years, you know, even, even just, like some of my prayer habits, or my reading habits, or you know, exercise habits. Um, You know, I'm in I'm in this this sort of zone where four o'clock in the afternoon, I'm ready to go work out. Like that's my <laughs> best that's my best time to work out, and I've gotten in that habit of doing it that time of day. And yeah. so, so I just applaud I applaud myself because you know, <laughs> yeah, pat no, on the back. <laughs> no one else may, but that you know, what are my good habits? And I I think. Um, Do you have one that you're particularly you're most proud of that you just it's really ingrained in you and and you're glad about it?
0: Yeah, I um My first few years out of college, I didn't I I lived in a dorm for all four years, so I really didn't have to explore cooking very much. And I didn't cook very much at home. My parents did all that. Um, So it took me a while to get into it. And um, but now I'm I'm actually really proud of how often I cook and how um, adventurous I am. And it makes Yeah, it just makes such a difference in my life having like these these things to look forward to, to make and to create, and then to share with people. So yeah, that is a habit that I am really proud of myself for developing the past couple years.
1: You do you do consider yourself a bit of a foodie, don't you?
0: I think you guys consider me a little bit of a foodie. I just enjoy food a lot.
1: I just just like how you consider yourself adventurous. You know, with food, which you are, such that you're far more adventurous than I am. Such that if we go out sometimes, I'll have you order for me.
0: (laughs) Because that was the best. Father Mike had never had Thai food before, never. so he didn't know what to order. We got him the Pad Thai, of course, you know, most basic dish out there. But he loved it. Loved it. And it. now you know what to get when you go get Thai food. So a
1: good habit that I've developed <laughs> is allowing other people to order. for me,
0: <laughs> Trusting in your staff That's every right. once in a That's while. Right. Yeah.
1: But I do think that there are some um, we've got to acknowledge uh, and and beginning of the year, beginning of the semester, I think it's a good time, as, as good as any, obviously, what are the bad habits, yeah. you know, and just call them what they are and and be honest with ourselves and say, I, I just, you know, I just can't go there. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm that's not good for me. It might be good for other, other people, but it, it's not good for me. And, and I've gotten in a rut with this habit, whatever it might be, and, you know, I'm not going to put you on the hot seat tell us one of your bad habits. No, that's,
0: I actually, um, I think one of my bad habits is one that I feel like a lot of students here can relate to anyway, so I'm not afraid to share it. It's, I compare myself to others a lot, and it's a very different type of comparison as when I was a student, but I know for me, actually, Instagram, this is going to sound silly, but Instagram is really bad for me because I will go on there and I will compare myself to these lives that people share, and it's just so curated it's not real but i still find myself comparing and i i know that that's something i either have to curb or if i can't curb it then i i i just have to cut it out for my own like well-being i don't know if that makes sense
1: it does and i you know i think that honesty to say this isn't good for me mm-hmm. maybe it's good for others but it's not good for me i mean i'm sure there's a host of other uh, you know suggestions or areas where where we could say but i, I would hope Everybody just takes a look and says, these are the habitual parts of my mm-hmm. life that I, I gotta. And the way to change may be a cold turkey. You know, I, I, I absolutely stop completely. Or I think what's far healthier is a slow, mm-hmm. okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna withdraw a little bit, withdraw a little bit, yeah. withdraw a little bit, and, and get into a better place um, by small steps. But um, I think we gotta do it.
0: Yeah. Awesome, and then I um there's always the element of like what are some new habits like i don't I don't have any um, any habit in particular in this one realm in my life, but I want to explore it. so those are hard to establish right. like something completely new.
1: No, I think so and I, 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 and I uh, there's only so much time, you know so we ask ourselves, you know how much can we really how much more that's new and different can we really do but I do believe that uh, there are uh, some habits out there waiting for us that uh, and for some of us I think for most people the habit of prayer is probably the hardest (laughs) and to call it a new habit seems a little disingenuous it's probably one of the oldest habits of the world but um, new to me you know have I made it a habit Mm -hmm. and I think most most of folks listening to us, um, it may not yet have become a habit, a habit and, yeah. and the the extent to which it can make a difference is huge. But again, same way in in acquiring a new habit as in letting go of a bad one, you know, um, do it small steps. Mm-hmm. You know, not that I'm going to be a Zen master tomorrow. Yeah, but, can't you know. do
0: big sweeps. Baby steps. Right, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, awesome. That was. That was. Really edifying for me, actually. So I'm gonna have to take some notes after this. <laughs> um, but moving on to um, Greek rush and selective living group rush. Um, There's so many different components, uh, and and both of those are are similar in some ways, but also very dissimilar. But just in general, um, what kind of I I want to talk about what advice you might have for the different groups of students on campus at this time, those who are entering into Rush for the first time, those who are leading it and part of the process, and those who are, are not engaging at all.
1: Yeah, you know, I, I just think Greek life and selective living groups, um, at least on our campus, I've seen can be really healthy and good expressions of communal living. You know, I I mm-hmm. uh, jokingly say that Greek life, you know, I'm I'm part of the original fraternity, you know, <laughs> That's true. Like being a Franciscan, we, we invented fraternal life 800 years ago. Mm-hmm. So I can't speak to the sororities, but certainly, uh, so I'm, I'm part of a uh, uh, part of fraternal life, fraternity life uh, <laughs> in an odd sort of way. So I can speak from experience, but m- more importantly, I, you know, I think it's got a lot to offer and I think it can teach us a lot about community and, and how we connect with others. And so I'm glad that on our campus we have both um, Greek life as well as selective living groups. And uh, at the same time, they they always come with challenges, you Mm -hmm. know, and, and, you know, I don't think the students need us to articulate what those are. But during this time when students are uh, either A, um, rushing, um, or they might be the students that are actually involved in the selection process, or the students that aren't involved at all, I think there's uh, I think there's some questions that come into mind for the students that are rushing. I I would say it's it doesn't define you. You know, this there's a whole big thing around acceptance, you know, Mm -hmm. and what will it mean if I'm not accepted? Like that's the big sword hanging above every, you know, student that rushes above their head, you know, and sadly, it's not that you know it's not that uh, a big referendum on mm-hmm. your personality or your lovability you know and uh, and so you know I, I would just caution them not to get caught up in that you yeah. know, and to realize that if you get accepted into one and not into another it's not this major uh, life uh, like I say referendum about who you are the other is you know there, there there are groups that are better for us than others you know and so um, trying to understand what's going to be a, the best group for me, I think is, uh, is important. So just weigh it out, have some perspective about it. Uh, but also for the students that are actually co- coordinating in the fraternities and sororities making the decisions. I, I just think, you know, there's a lot of work, a lot of time that they, they put in, mm-hmm. which I appreciate. Certainly. I would just always, um, ask them to, in a quiet moments ask themselves, do I feel good? About the values that underpin the uh, decision making process mm-hmm. and where they where they don't feel good to raise their hand and say, "What are we doing here you know and and have a conversation you know who, who knows where it's going to go, but I yeah. can't believe that's for the betterment of the fraternity, the sorority or the selective group, uh, living group so I don't know when you were on campus did hmm. did you ever rush?
0: I did not rush actually Why not?
1: what was the uh,
0: Um, I actually just, I was very lucky and I developed a very close friend group in my, in my dorm and within the Catholic center in the fall semester. So I felt like I had my core group of friends, two groups of friends that I was going to move through college with. So I was just very happy with that. And I wanted to maximize the time I could spend with them. Um, So that's
1: that's the majority of students here, you know, that, Yeah. And sometimes for those students, there might be the tendency to think, am I missing out? You know, but Mm -hmm. really, no, you you have good friends and you have the things that um, that these organizations bring. If that's already a part of your life. Awesome. Enjoy it.
0: Yeah. Um, Yeah. So lastly, I want to talk about tenting. Um, I know everyone in the DCC staff have different opinions um, and thoughts about tenting. Um, I'm sure Michelle and I as alumna, alumnae, alumnae, alumnae. Okay, I got there. One
1: alumna female. One yes. Two alumnae. We
0: are alumnae. Correct. Um, we would have some very positive opinions. Mm-hmm. Um, we can share those, but yeah. So thoughts on tenting father Mike,
1: I, you know, it's so unique. And, um, I've heard, you know, rumors that, uh, Dean Sue originated this, mm-hmm. you know, four hundred years. I wouldn't tell Dean Sue so I said it was four hundred years ago. <laughs> yeah, you can't say that. <laughs> She's wonderful. I love Dean Sue, but um, you know, I, I think it's a great <laughs> tradition. Um, I I do think that um, folks have to understand what it costs, mm-hmm. and that's the only thing I would just ask students who are going to tent. Just know that you can't keep. You know, the rest of your schedule the same way yeah. and tend. And so you got to go in eyes wide open and you got to, from the start, say, Where am I going to give? Mm-hmm. And I would just hope that the things that are most important to you aren't what gives, yeah. you know, that the things that are less important to you. And so um, I, I think, you know, Duke basketball is great and uh, I. I just I enjoy it myself. I'm glad I don't have to tent to get a ticket and <laughs> I'll say that. But uh, I do think it's a great bonding experience. Um, uh, you know, there's some other things that come al- along with it that I'm maybe not as thrilled about. But uh, I th- I think it's a great traditional on campus. Uh,
0: you're you're uh, not a fan of like student wide flu like going around <laughs> campus that's
1: exactly or anytime i want to schedule a meeting with students uh, is oh I, I have to be in my tent that's it drives me a little crazy we
0: just need to move our offices to Kville right, exactly. for tenting season exactly. <laughs> and all of our masses and right. all of our song <laughs> groups, everything yeah but i do have to say it was um it definitely was really fun really worthwhile experience how many
1: did you tent all four years
0: no i tented my first two years um oh. Yes, yes, I did in my first two years, and it was great because I was with a good group of friends um, both times, but it it really is a little bit exhausting, and so sometimes you Wait can... A can
1: anything be a little bit exhausting? If it's exhausting, it was a lot exhausting.
0: Uh, yeah, okay, fair enough. Okay. You can't
1: be a little bit exhausted.
0: <laughs> it, it was exhausting, but worth it. Okay, all right, I'll um, take that. And then just junior and senior year, I had some other priorities that I wanted to, like, put forward and put my time into so.
1: Gotcha. That's great.
0: But yeah, well thank you so much Father Mike. This was really fun.
1: Thank you Emma. Happy uh, new year. Hope that uh, you and all of our listeners uh, get off to a great start. Thank and, you. And uh, appreciate that in the midst of it all uh, God's goodness is uh, is paramount. That his love for us is uh, is always new. It's ever new. Mm-hmm. And uh, no matter what group we find ourselves in or uh, how cold we might might be in some uh, night at the end of January in our tent that uh, we call on God to, to truly uh, enliven us and refresh us each and every day for the mm-hmm. the joy of uh, being uh, his brothers and sisters or no us being brothers and sisters in his love
0: so. <laughs> yeah sounds good awesome well thank you everyone for listening once again to our Friarside chat um, we can't wait to meet with you in the next episode It's going to be a good one, not giving any hints yet, but get ready.